The WTSR news staff gathered during winter break for a fun chat over Zoom about the 2020 Wrapped on Spotify series, a statistical overview of listeners' top songs, artists, and music preferences. We went through our personal list and listening, listening routines, discussing the role that music particularly played during 2020, the pandemic, and how we are prepping for 2021. Everyone's stories for like the nice. next three days. Yeah, everyone's like same like <laughs> glossy colors. Like, yup, that's you didn't yeah. that it's no. I remember like all the memes too before it comes out are like just so you know no one cares but your Spotify wrapped and then the other ones are like no I care and I'm the exactly. I care like I love seeing it. I feel like yeah. I like get to know the person better. It's like yeah. it's like wow, so this is what you listen to throughout the year. It's you know, like, oh, I didn't pay you as, like, this, like, a fan of this, or, like, oh, I thought you'd listen to this one more. It's cool. Right. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's a neat setup. Yeah, so before we get started, so we're going to walk through all of our different raps, uh, but just for our viewers to know, we are not, um, I guess, promoting certain artists or, like, the, none of these are the views of the station. We haven't been paid, like, as a Sadly. Song. So, Sadly, we're not paid to talk about these artists. Yeah, it's on our contract. <laughs> so these are all our opinions, not reflection of the station. So, I mean, depending. I mean, there are some things that are just golden standards. that, uh, that Exactly. We, we love Vampire Weekend and uh, what's uh, mm -hmm. the other band from Australia? Ezra is like holding a gun up to your head while you say that. We, we say we love Vampire Weekend. <laughs> I know, she's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, so let's get started. Oh, no. Ooh, we got the music going, Nancy. I know. I forgot to turn it off here. I got to mute it to keep yeah, it. Yeah, it, it like plays music, right? Yeah, yeah it plays like the, the songs and stuff like by like some of your top artists, which is like kind of fun. Like, mm -hmm. I think like mine opens with like the biggest lie by Elliot Smith or something, you know. Right. <laughs> That's a depressing way to like start. That's a good song, though. All right, so to get started, um, how did, so the first slide is um, number of artists that you guys discovered this year. Uh, I got 1,927. Nancy, oh my gosh, you're crazy. I got 261. Oh. 709. What did you get? 709? Yeah. I guess I need to expand my horizons. Dang, I thought 261 was pretty good. <laughs> I saw some people, like, when they posted, they were like, ooh, 20, nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's you, know, you know what you like. <laughs> That's true. You know, you, you can't be judgmental with this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so hard not to, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, how'd you find it over a thousand? I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I, it might, I guess it's accurate. But um, I guess it's just like random stuff for the station. I also like, mm. I share a lot of music uh, with people. And like, I actually found a way to hack into my sister's Discovered Weekly. So I listen <laughs> to Discovered Weekly and mine. So is it artists? I think it's artists that you discover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. Gosh, mm -hmm. I guess songs that wouldn't be that much, but yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I don't know how it happens. Mm -hmm. Very adventurous, Nancy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah. So what uh what genres were your top ones? Is that so I listened to 204 genres this year including 114 new ones. Nice. I don't know if that's actually a high number now cuz I thought 261 artists was and then you guys shared. 
I had 757 and oh, <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going back. Okay. And 157 and 385 new ones how many genres are there this is crazy there's a bunch like my top ones go like indie rock alternative emo rock indie pop and anti-folk and those first four like i feel like there's like a lot of overlap and then i don't know what anti-folk is but apparently <laughs> yeah it's my fifth most listened to genre but yeah like number one like indie rock is like that's a very broad to like pretty much almost like every artist I listen to I think could be classified that way to some degree true yeah definitely like for me I listen to 437 genres including 183 new ones and let's see about my top genres as well yeah so my top genre was indie pop and then it went to rock pop indie garage rock and then latin which is just like yeah like latin x mm-hmm. music i guess and I, I don't know i still don't really get the indie pop actually I, I yeah i can see it because i was listening to like kuko and stuff like that like at the beginning mm-hmm. that made, you said she's like claro right because i would feel like i would think of something like claro just for indie pop because it's yeah like, you know the same vibe as like some indie musicians except it doesn't have like as much guitar yeah it's not differentiated what's the other one like bedroom pop i think oh yeah it can be like considered as but like Mm -hmm. i feel like with genres like you can just like it's very much like it's not like a really like definitive line with a lot Mm -hmm. of them so that's why like i I think that's why there's so many genres out there Mm -hmm. too it's just that like there's no real big line about it didn't you say you had like indie rock and then indie garage rock like that's gotta be kind of a small distinction yeah like i still don't get that might be some kind of like categorization from spotify of like it has these qualities and so they have these tags next to them and then it like fills out its own custom like i don't know every Mm. song has its own genre like (laughs) for art that'd be crazy yeah i had rock dance pop indie pop soundtrack and adult standards adult adult standards example like yeah no i wish that would actually be nice if they gave you like oh here's an example from like what you listen to yeah yeah i don't know what adult standards could be like maybe like frank sinatra like although i haven't really listened to much i don't know adult standards standards. like just like is that like boomer music yeah music (laughs) like classic like anything like old people like to listen to Aww. yeah that's no, pretty cool though i feel like genres it's so it's so like liquid you know it, it's always kind mm-hmm. of changing. yeah i don't know how to describe things by genre ever because i remember like for music at like the radio station for reviews it's like what genre is this and they're like don't put indie because like everything pretty much to some degree could like be categorized as indie so they're like mm-hmm. no no don't write it <laughs> you have to like come up with something and I'm like I don't know it's like it will be like ended up being like indie rock dream bedroom or something <laughs> like, like buzzwords for genres yeah it's just all all music at the end of the day yeah oh no that's what they said too like don't put just like alternative I think yeah yeah. So moving on to top songs, what were uh what were the contenders? 
Suburban Forest Rain, Suburban Forest Rain One. Yes. I listen to rain sounds to fall asleep. And I alternate between YouTube and Spotify. And like halfway through the year, I was like, maybe I should use YouTube because like I don't want to mess up my Spotify raft. But it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you how much you listen to it too. I think it was like a hundred times or something. Oh my gosh. Wow. You know. Crazy. What genre th- would that be? Sound effects, I think, because oh. it's considered like you know, like like it's a sound effect thing. Like a lot of people use it as like background noise for like sleep mm-hmm. or like doing things. Oh, I streamed it two hundred and twenty times. That's my top song. Nice. I had uh, my top song was "So Serious" by Electric Light Orchestra. I don't, oh. I don't even know what like how this happened. I was like so surprised. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like I think I got really into it last winter break and that's what did me in for like the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's pretty catchy. I feel like it's not one of like ELO, it's one it's not one of their more common songs, but mm-hmm. pretty fun. Very nice, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so my top song was uh Locos by uh Leon Leregi. I can't pronounce his last name which is kind of upsetting but I streamed it 143 times wow and I really am not surprised because I would just like play that song and it would be like one of those like pickup songs it's like a really sappy love song too so it's Aww. Like, like, serotonin just like <laughs> it just goes up I'm just like yes That's but nice. yeah and then some of my other songs, let me see what they were. It was a uh, Holy Mountain by Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. So he was actually the guy from Oasis. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it is such a fun song. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a song, um, Shaky Ground from Freedom Fry. So it's like a real like fun, like kind of like I don't know, kind of like indie gypsy-ish. Like it's fun. Oh. And then Django Django from the radio station where I discovered it. Oh, very nice. And then I had uh, Calvin Harris and Ellie Goldings outside, which is <laughs> that sounds like 2012. Like just like both of those names. I discovered it now. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, I had my second most played song was "Summer Rain," so uh, "Drain Sounds" took my top two. But then um after that, I had "Our Song" by Radiator Hospital, which was like I listened to it throughout the year, but kind of the same thing to you, Nancy. Like I played that like nonstop. Like when I. It's, from like December to like pretty much our entire time on campus before we got sent back then number four is Garden Song by Phoebe Bridgers which surprised me a little just because it wasn't one of my like I like the song obviously because I think the whole album Punisher is really good but I was like oh it's definitely not like my favorite but then I also realized like it was the first single so I listened to it like because it came out in like February so I got a lot more time to listen to it and then number five surprised me it's What's Good by Tyler the Creator which like I don't like I like I listened to Igor when it came out and I like like the album and there's a couple songs from it I added to playlist but I think it's because it was like on a playlist I always listened to at the gym before like again everything shut down Mm -hmm. so and it was like a short playlist so I'd be constantly replaying it so I think I would just hear that song a lot from like January through March and then like I stopped listening to it but apparently I listened to it a lot nice Uh (laughs) yeah like uh my second song was uh, the start of something by Voxtrot which is really surprising because I found that song like 
like 2015, like during high school. And I like was so into that song. And then it kind of, it kind of died down, but then like, I guess I found it again and it became my second, like uh, most listened to song this year or last year. My third one was a uh, slamp by MGMT uh, from Little Dark Age, which I love. It's such a good album. My fourth is uh, The Hell of It by Paul Williams, but it's from Phantom of the Paradise, which is my favorite, um, my favorite movie as of right now. And the soundtrack for that movie is so good. Like I highly recommend it. Uh, yeah. Um, fifth is Torch by M. Ward, which it's kind of surprising because I've listened to other like songs of his. Uh, like I feel like more, but I guess like by the time that like they calculated rap, that was my. Uh, I guess my most listened to song by him, but yeah. I've gotten more into MGMT this like past like winter break fall semester too. Like their song Flash Delirium, I really like. I just really know the one that was like on TikTok, like Little Dark Ages was on TikTok. It's a good song, but like I only really listened to that one by them. Yeah. Yeah, that one really blew up recently. Which mm-hmm. is really surprising because I think, yeah, I think that that album came out 2018 or 2019 was something like that. But like, I feel like recently, like there was like a really huge like surge uh, with that album. Like, I, I feel like it's coming up a lot again. I feel like TikTok has done that with like a few songs. Cause I remember like the song Campus by Vampire Weekend was like everywhere, like people showing off their college campuses on TikTok was like a big trend. And that song came out in like, the early 2010s like a, a long time ago especially considering like vampire week like they're still active they put out an album in 2019 mm-hmm. but like that song was like i don't know how much it affected its actual like streaming but i was like oh wow i haven't like heard this song in a while because i haven't like listened to vampire weekends older albums in a long time but i was like oh that's fun mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so why, uh, so with artists, I guess, because, like, we discovered that there weren't many podcasts that <laughs> we, we talked about that beforehand. Mm-hmm. What were some of your top artists? Um, mine? Oh, I listened to 499 artists this year, which is probably less than both of you, considering you guys both found more new artists than I even listened to. But um, my top artist was Phoebe Bridgers, who I was actually in the top 0.5% for, which, in my mind, is cool even though that's still like, you know, like 20,000 other people and that's like low balling how many listeners she would have. But, you know, I, so she was my top. Then Bright Eyes, which like I thought, I actually was a, like I figured Phoebe Frazier would be in my top five, but I kind of thought like Bright Eyes and Julian Baker would be a little higher, but Bright Eyes is my second and Julian Baker is my third. Elliot Smith is my fourth, which I'm like not surprised by but like also like I didn't really like I heard a couple of his songs before but I didn't like listen to him a lot until like the end of September beginning of October and I read Spotify rap stops collecting data October 31st so I listened to like a ton of his music in that span because there are other artists like that their songs are in my top 100 but like I know like like pops a band like I listened to like a lot and same with, um, what was it, Vunderbar I listened to a lot this year, too, where I was like, oh, wow, like he beat out some of these other bands. And then fifth was Radiator Hospital, who I've been listening to, like, 
a lot like throughout the entire year. So that one I wasn't surprised by. And I got 116,106 minutes listened. Given I did spend some time listening to rain sound falling asleep. So I feel like a more accurate would probably be like in the 70 to 80,000 range, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I listened to, I think, 3,246 artists this year. Oh my gosh, Nancy. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Then my top artist, um, so the Beatles. This is actually the second year the Beatles have been my top. I It just it just happens, I guess. Yeah, I, they got a lot of good music. Yeah, well, they really do. Yeah. And then my second is Enya. She's, oh my gosh, I love Enya. So that's like, that's kind of like, my rain sound music. That's like the music I listen to when I'm brushing my teeth. It's just, she's very, mm -hmm. it's like very calm and reflecting and it's like, mm -hmm. and then I had Simon and Garfunkel, Muse and Lady Gaga, actually my fifth. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, I really liked Lady Gaga's new stuff this year too. I think that she, nice. yeah, I, I respect her. I think she's one of my favorite like pop stars. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, she's definitely up there for me, especially like her, I don't know, like, uh, what's that song? Like, poker face, like, disco stick. I don't know. Those are songs. Yeah, Love Game. That's the, that's the name of the song. Yeah, just like the classics. I just always go back to it. Like, her op. I'm sorry, like, I'm going on a tangent about Lady Gaga. But, like, Lady Gaga, like, I keep on going back to, like, her albums. And I, like, every song that I listen to, I'm just like, yes, that's a banger. Like, I remember mm -hmm. that song from this year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, see, Lady Gaga, one of my friends was in the top 0.005% of Lady Gaga listeners. <laughs> Which I was like, that's crazy. And like, he posted it on his story. And one of my other friends follows him and was like, you know, like, tell Nick to get out of like 2010 or something. Cause like, Aww. Aww. No, I don't say she's, she's still active and her music <laughs> is good. But I was like, that's a lot of Lady Gaga, especially considering like, she um what was I gonna say like she has a lot of listeners too because she's like a mm -hmm. big star yeah yeah I don't know how <laughs> like how much you would have to listen to Lady Gaga to get up there oh, God. yeah but, it's gotta um, be harder than like other artists that are like you know like you could easily be in like someone if someone only has like a thousand monthly listeners like it's all probably a lot mm -hmm. easier to be in like their top x percent of artists just because like the top five percent of wait never mind no but I mean it, it overall is easier and also too they tend to just like just having less listeners in general like mm -hmm. and also like because even when someone has like a thousand monthly listeners it's like not a thousand like dedicated listeners like isn't it only like, like a thousand people listened in a month or something yeah it's monthly listeners yeah something like that yeah yeah because like people always have like less followers than they do monthly listeners mm-hmm yeah um so for my top artist it was number one was Elliot Smith which I was mm -hmm. actually surprised about because compared to uh last year um this is like my second year with him being my top artist but with last year like I was literally listening to the man every day like, like for like I don't know how many hours yeah like I was like obsessed with him but this year like I feel like he definitely took like a seat back he was always there he's he always has a place in my heart but he's like with you I feel like I <laughs> yeah um but just like compared to like 
the amount that I listened to uh, to him last time. Yeah, like I, he definitely took a seat back, a back seat. And yeah, like I, I kind of like explored my horizons a bit more. Um, my second artist is Interpol, which is another one that I was kind of surprised about because they were always like an artist or like a band that like I really loved, but like I didn't think that they would be like my second one. But I guess, yeah, I guess like just like replayability, like I really like mm -hmm. to listen to their albums a lot. My third one is um, Austin Weber, which uh, is kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's also surprising to me because um, I feel like I don't really know a lot about their like discography as much, but um, like I really like listening to their like poppy songs because they, they made that song like they made a cover like Mamma Mia <laughs> by like uh, ABBA, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, by ABBA. And like, I don't know, it's such like a little like poppy song that like, like, I don't know, they like put their own spin to it. I can't really explain it right now, but yeah. And they're really small too. So <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And the one that actually surprised me the most was Never Shout Never for number four, because that was like a regression back to my middle school self my my emo phase mm -hmm. and just like that happened like during the summer so for me to, for them to be like my number four, like my number four top artist or yeah top artist uh it just kind of goes to show like how much this uh quarantine hit me <laughs> just mm -hmm. to go back like that um they're still really good I really like how like optimistic their songs are for the most part especially with their like more earlier stuff mm -hmm. um number five was home shake which that makes sense like I really like I feel like I always go back and listen to them mm -hmm. and yeah I feel like just like I, it's just like something that like relaxes me and I feel like that's something that kind of uh made it like fifth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. did you guys have any like surprises in your like 100 most played songs too because like, like all that info kind of leads up to that playlist mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> the playlist um <laughs> like some of the songs I'm just like did I really listen to like uh San <laughs> like Santeria by like Sublime that much <laughs> like why is it up there and just like, my, yeah. my ninth most played song was Stupid Horse by 100 Gex. It's like <laughs> my, my friend shared me his and his was like his top 10 had like a bunch of like death grips and 100 Gex and like that kind of music. And he was like, this is the most embarrassing thing ever. <laughs> but it is it is kind of a bop. The one that surprised me is like, so like I had um I had one Taylor Swift song and I thought it would be like one of her newer songs or something like that because like, like, I didn't listen to it, like, a ton this year, like, I, but, like, I listened to Folklore and Evermore and stuff, like, when it came out. I listened to those albums on repeat. I guess I listened to Folklore more, like, in my car, because I had a CD, but the only song I had by her on my list was, sorry, Sweeter Than Fiction, which she wrote for a movie in, like, 2013, so it's, like, I was, like, I don't remember listening to that one, really, like, I remember listening to a playlist of a bunch of Taylor Swift songs, and, like, December and January but I was like how did I play that one the most 
Yeah, they really get you with like <laughs> the most randomest songs that you just don't expect. Like out of all the songs, like I <laughs> I actually also have um You're Going Down by Sick Puppies. Um <laughs> because my nephew uses my like um Spotify too. And he plays like the little like AMB songs that like people make on YouTube. And he's mm-hmm. he's like, well, at the time, I think he still is now. Like he's like obsessed with that song. And I'm just like, oh, like mm-hmm. he, he influenced my my uh, top song too. Oh wait, sorry, I just realized never mind. I do have another Taylor Swift song, Cornelia Street, which I actually remember listening to a lot. I just realized mm-hmm. I put out false information on the internet, so I had to fix it. <laughs> I, I kind of like, wish they would tell you too. Sorry, Nancy, did I interrupt you? Oh, um, I, I wish they would tell you too, like which artist had the most songs on your playlist. Cause I feel like that's can be different from like your most played artists too. Cause I have some artists like um like Martha and Cheap Haircuts. I have like a decent amount of songs by them on my playlist where they're like not in like my top like five or anything. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just kind of curious. I wish they could tell you like this artist showed up like. 10 times and this artist showed up like three times or something I think that would be cool it's interesting how they compare like your favorite artist versus your favorite songs and sometimes mm-hmm. your favorite artists don't have a song in your favorite mm-hmm. song and how it's almost they kind of stand on their own it's like huh it's just interesting seeing the comparison it'd be yeah. interesting if they get albums too I don't think they have like your favorite albums I guess mm-hmm. like I don't know people don't want to especially on Spotify they don't really commit to albums as much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I think that makes yeah, sense yeah because I guess it would also depend on whether or not like they're listening to just that one song or are they actually like going out of their way to go listen to the album and listen to mm-hmm. it like at least like a certain amount through but yeah yeah it probably doesn't record to like if you play an album all the way through just because like you do have the option to like not and then it's like, would it count like a half play? It would be interesting if they could tell you to like, even if they could tell you like which which album you like listen to the most songs from the most, you know, like, because yeah. like sometimes like you, I feel like, I know I do at least like I'll search up songs say by album. And even if I don't listen to the album all the way through, like I'll listen to a lot of songs from like this specific album or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this year, like looking at the top songs of 2020, I feel like especially reflective of like looking at a song and instantly having a memory of like listening to that during a time mm-hmm. of quarantine. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, that really helped me through that week. And it's like mm-hmm. kind of cool. I think the most interesting part for me is like seeing all the songs on like my 100 most played that like I remember listening to specifically like before we got like sent home and like everything got canceled where I'm like, it was it's like a different world you know yeah it's like the different ages yeah. of quarantine itself too mm-hmm. like oh like we were so young back then in april gosh yeah. i saw one. this is like kind of off topic, but one of my friends said something like i wish we could go back to that part of quarantine where everyone was just making whipped coffee and going on family walks you know like like <laughs> the different like eras on it like everyone was learning tiktok dances Hey, this is Nancy. Thanks for listening in today at 91.3 FM WTSR. Remember to check out more content online at WTSR.org, on the air, or on our Spotify and Captivate channels. And as always, we remind you to open your mind.